what an absolute thrill it is to come together that we may enter into a way of being a prayerfulness where we are living in a in a profound sense of support that I am you are we are supported we're supported by a love that knows no bounds we are held we are guided we are directed and in truth it is living us and so our opportunity to relax is so much vaster than we can imagine so much deeper the invitation is right here right now so as we begin we come together to 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 truly rest in this deeper state of we can call it letting go we can call it allowing we can call it a state of grace there are so many ways to speak of this so again my name is Angela Montano this is prayer on the air we're going to begin with an opening prayer and then raise your hand for a prayer request or a question and we will as a prayer collective open to the miracle that is present right here right now for each and every one of us if you're listening to this recording I want you to really hear what is in each prayer request for you prayer works beyond time and space it's not inhibited by geography and so even as you're praying for someone two or three days after they made the request something magnificent is happening so we're always receiving as we're praying and we're always giving as we're praying we will start with our opening prayer and then move into our prayer requests So I'm a little nervous today as we begin with a bit of a new format where we have both the video and the audio option and yet even my bit of nervousness folds into God it folds into grace so all there is for me to do is to love love the nervousness love what is even as I love each of you even as you open your heart to love yourself to love whatever state of being that you might be experiencing right now maybe you feel very calm centered expansive maybe you feel agitated frustrated maybe something happened that you can't even hear what I'm saying because you're thinking of something that occurred a day ago two days ago ten years ago maybe you're anticipating a future and it's really difficult to be here now with me because you're lost in a concern about what's going to happen what's going to happen all of this we welcome all of this we welcome prayer is all-inclusive and welcomes all of this it is from this all-inclusivity it is from this vast welcoming that we allow all to fold into love as we enter into 
and I call it the prayer field. I didn't come up with that term, but someone spoke that to me once. And it's like, ah, that's what it is. It's a field of complete harmony where everything is included and harmonizes with the energy of love to be transformed by love. So already as we begin, we start to soften our resistance to what is. We begin to grow curious and compassionate where we would be resistant and complaining. And it is from here that this prayer on the air is deeply and powerfully blessed. I place no limit on what can happen, what is happening as we come together in prayer. What is to be said is said. What is to be heard is heard. What is to be released is released. And that which is to be embraced is embraced. And so I let go. I let go and I I let this divine love, this the truth of my being, the truth of your being, that which is everywhere. And I allow and let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you so much and welcome. Ah, so I'm so grateful we're together in this way. And just make sure you're muted. And that's the little square in the corner down there. And we will un and you will unmute yourself when you ask for a prayer request. So this is going to work very much like it always has. You raise your hand star. I'm sorry, I said star two. There's no star two here. You raise your hand for a prayer request. And if you want to uh, write your request instead, you just write it in the chat and I read it out just like we've done in the past. So we'll start with Zara and you can just unmute yourself, darling. And uh, I look forward to. Thank you, Angela. Hi, darling. Hi. It's nice to see you. And um, my prayer request is for my mom and dad. So my dad is 84. My mom is 74. He's been diagnosed with Parkinson's over the, I think it's been progressing for about 10 years. And he recently had a fall at home, which led him into the hospital. And then he had two more falls in the hospital. He's deteriorated quite a bit. Um, you know, they're looking at dementia and uh, because of all the confusion, uh, it's it's really heartbreaking to watch uh, him like this. And it's really hard on my mom. She was a caregiver to him for this whole time and it's been really hard. And so just a request for the, re the, the next right step where he can be looked after, my mom can be looked after, where their needs are met. It's not a stress or a strain, even financially. Um, in all ways, just have mercy on them. You know, they've been really good people and have worked very, very hard all their lives, have been extremely generous. So just a heartfelt request for them. Beautiful. Okay, so I'm going to share a few thoughts and get your feedback and we'll go from there. So um, 
first of all, what an honor it is, what a true um, privilege it is for all of us that you're entrusting us to hold your precious parents in our hearts. That's what we're doing. We're holding them in our hearts and we're expanding our sense of possibility for them. So when we're close to a situation as a daughter or a son, you know, often because we're so emotionally invested in the people close to us, it's sometimes harder for those of us closest to let go and let God, to trust in the vast support of this universe. And so that's why it's so important to open your mind and your heart to support for them and, and also for yourself. So one of the things, so clearly that's what we're doing. What we're doing, holding your beloved mother and father, is we're holding them in the context of the infinite love that supports them. We're holding them in the context that source energy sources, that they are divine beings sourced by the divine, that they cannot be without. And it's really interesting because we tend to live in such a divided mind. Well, you know, you get your food from there, you get your money from over there, you know, you get someone to talk to who's going to, you know, some companionship comes from here and well, the house is sheltering me and well, the clothes are clothing me. And we tend to think of all these compartments and all these different needs and all these compartments. It's so much demand. It's so much to handle. When we pray, we are knowing that that God source energy intelligence loving is the only source the only supply even as there's many different distribution systems even as we categorize our needs in all these different ways so very important for you and all of us as we pray for your parents is to remember that is to remember you know with God for them nothing can be against him them that back of financial support, back of physical care is, is the divine. So that's important. And then as you spoke of deterioration, you know, that's where I really think there's something quite powerful for you, Zara, in this, is it appears to you, to your mom maybe, he's deteriorating. You're not seeing the... Uh, what you've used to from the past, the, the egoic mind compares him falling and then falling before the hospital once, falling twice in the hospital. And we're all imagining these falls as you share them, you know, can't you just see, oh, he's fallen, oh, he's fallen again, right? And yet, the truth of your father in his wholeness, in his completeness, in his actual oneness and union in reality, in God, can not deteriorate. You can't, I can't, he can't. The condition his presence is moving through, we have all kinds of stories about, right? We might laugh. If a baby falls down, ha 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 ha, because we're, 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 we're knowing, oh, that's part of the process as you learn to walk. You know, we cry, we worry when someone older falls down, the brittle bones, how hard it is to get back up, 
they need help to get back up. And our story about that is one of loss and even what you said, deterioration. And yet what's happening in love in those moments? You know, we've yet to evolve to tell a grace filled story of, 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 of an older person falling, like what's really happening in love. And I know some of you may think, oh, Angela, come on, you know, it's good when a baby falls. It's bad when someone else is, you know, when an older person falls and, you know, that's that. But I invite you to be more curious in that. Good or bad, I don't know. And for you to lean into who and what in through as your father is birthless and deathless and cannot deteriorate. Like, as I say this, what's occurring for you, Zara? Is to focus on his wholeness and perfection and who he, in his true divine nature. Mm -hmm. So to see him as that versus, you know, as a body with Parkinson's and as a mind that's no, no longer so clear to us anyways. So it's to shift my perspective of, of what I am seeing when I look at my father. Do, do you think from just talking with me right now a little bit, do you think you can experiment with this little bit? Sure. Yeah, that's all. Just experiment with it. You know, when someone has Alzheimer's or dementia, you know, we think they're, they're not here anymore. They're not, they're not complete. They're not whole, you know, they've lost mental capacity. And yet, you know, some people would say that there are many transitions in life. And as we shift into, you know, the next expression of our greater yet to be, it, it may not happen all of a sudden, like, like, where he is right now may be extraordinary, it may not we may not view it. We may not have a view for it, but we don't know how wonderful it could be for him. If you could see, actually see Zara, more of the wholeness and the completeness of your father, what difference do you think it might make to you, to your mother, to your father right now? I think it would take us all out of um, like feeling a sense that something is wrong, feeling a burden, feeling despair to actually maybe more of an honoring, more of a place of how may we serve a lightness, a less resistance. So then we're more open to receiving whatever gifts need to be received and whatever learnings, whatever needs to be received. And what quality of experience do you think that would give you in the time you have with your father in this incarnation? Or more peaceful. Yeah, exactly. It would be more peaceful. And what a gift to your father. Yeah. That you, you might have this opportunity to see him and have him be seen. Okay. 
So we're going to be holding you in prayer. I'm going to, we're going to now pray for Zara in this really extraordinary, I, I, you know, the word that's coming up is adventure. You know, it, it's seeing deeper than the physical. It's, it's, it's willingness to go deeper than the psychological. To see presence. Okay, so let us, let us pray. Again, what an honor, what a privilege. Oh, what a joy to be here right now with Zara, to know that where Zara is, God is, where Zara is, I am, where I am, Zara is, where we are, we're all one. And from this place of oneness, from this place in which I am, you are, we are love, we lift Zara into a deeper, clearer awareness of love. How do we know love when we hear the word Parkinson's or deterioration or the hardships of life? You know, how, how do we trust that, 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 that the beloved parents Zara has, that they'll be f- supported financially and in their physical, mental, emotional, etheric, and care in every way? You know, rather than getting ahead of ourselves and start, oh, I got to figure this out. I got to strategize this. Now I've got a thought it won't go well or it will go well. We're dropping all that right now. We're dropping all of that right now. We're dropping everything we think we know about Parkinson's. Well, my aunt had Parkinson's or this or that. We're letting it all go. We're letting it all go because this is a new moment. This is a brand new moment. This is fresh, vital, miraculous love happening right here where Zara is, right where her father is, right where her mother is, right where all the beloved team of souls are that are here to allow and let a grace-filled movement of, of a heart opening to happen where Zara's father is, where Zara's mother is. And so, it's been said that a perception of wholeness heals. A perception of wholeness heals. I am, you are, we are willing to perceive wholeness no matter what. It is in this wholeness that I give thanks and I bless Zara's father in his magnificence. I bless her mother in her magnificence. I bless Zara and her family in their magnificence, knowing that they are held in grace, relaxing more and more and more into the grace that is. And so letting go and letting God, I let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 You're so welcome, Zara. It's interesting here in LA, it just started as I was praying softly raining, which is a rare thing here and a beautiful thing. Blessings to you. Yes. And so Hans, and you just unmute yourself. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Well, 
I can relate to some of the issues I think Sarah is experiencing because uh, uh, one and a half years ago I had a brain stroke and uh, thankfully I survived that. So, but I had to learn a lot of, relearn a lot of things like eating, like walking, like driving a car. I'm in the process of trying to learn how to drive a bicycle. And and one of the awarenesses I, I learned from that, I'm more aware than ever that that I have like two kind of truths inside of me. The one is the what do you call it? grace today, the grace of mm-hmm. being alive and not feeling any less whole than I felt before. And on the other hand, the, the carnal part, maybe you want to call it like this which feels the limits and the anger and the frustration and the grief and from what I lost, uh, appear to have lost. So since that, I, I, on the one hand, I learned to connect more because after my stroke, I discovered your prayer course. And this was a great help for me. I haven't dropped a day since prayer. Uh, since that and, and, and pray every day and it, it gives me a lot of peace and still I'm, I'm I get angry I get frustrated um, and I feel that that's part of that incarnation journey I have and a part of me tells me look you don't need to be or you you're not here to be spirit you're here to be in the spirit with the incarnated experience so maybe you have some thoughts about that last time I asked for a prayer about outer and inner balance and it was funny you said uh, in your comment well let's just pray on balance and the funny thing is before I wrote my prayer request I just asked wanted to ask for balance and then my mind kicked in and said out and inner balance which maybe makes more sense <laughs> but you heard my true prayer so maybe you you have some some help on that what I commented and if you could close it with a prayer on grace because I it's a word which rang to me the in your in, initial comments and just today I, I got a book from Alan Cohen about grace so it's kind uh, of a, yeah. a beautiful coincidence for me yes and the universe is synchronistic you know and mm. it just takes an open mind you know, an open heart to to begin to be aware of those synchronicities. And I'm, I'm grateful that you are. Well, I first want to just say, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so grateful you survived that stroke. I'm so grateful to see your face and smile. And I'm so grateful for all the learning that's come for you, all the reconnections from the eating to the walking to the driving and, you know, like to begin to, to ride a bicycle again, that sounds like, like that takes courage and, and a great playful spirit. And, you know, we don't know what we can do until we give it a try, you know. And trial and error seems to be part of life. So 
I understand, I think, or at least, at least to some degree, you know, you're what you're putting forth, like you have these moments of grace, you're even praying for grace. And yet, what do you do when the one that's angry and frustrated comes up? And, you know, as you said, feeling like you have two truths. And I, I want to play with this in that what if you really only have one truth? And what if that one truth truly is the truth of grace? And what if the one who's angry, the one who's frustrated within you, is like a lost child that's wanting to be held by the very truth of the grace that you are? You know, the one that's angry, the ones that that's frustrated is convinced you've lost. You had something you didn't have before. And yet, and there's a story, right? And, 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 and many people, you know, we'd get, we get together, you know, mass consciousness and we agree, this is loss, this is gain, this is good, this is bad. But all of that duality is actually born of ignorance and fear. You know, in Buddhism, in loss, there is gain. In loss, there is gain. So it's hard for me to put into words. You know, we can use the word loss, or we could use the word like, there's many transitions or there's many transformations that happen throughout our lives. And, you know, bear with me. I'm here. I'm just, <sighs> it's like what I'm getting is, the one that is angry, the one that is frustrated has the story of I could do this before and I can't do this now and I would have a better life if I could do that. What I could do before. If I could do now what I could do before with the kind of ease I could do it before, I would have a better life. And my point is that's all conjecture. conjecture. That's all imagination. Like, what if all things, even all of our hardship and our adversity, what if it truly all does work together for good? I'm not saying everything we go through is good or we feel good about it, but what if a deeper grace is being served by every single thing we experience if we allow it? So thoughts, feelings, feedback, as I say that before I say anything else. I can relate to that. Uh, as a young man, uh, I had the dream to work in the United States uh, or to work abroad in general and to go to the United States and work there. And my life said, okay, you want to work abroad? I send you abroad, but they, they send me east rather than west. So I worked in Japan for many years. And uh, at the end of my term there, I realized that this was the better choice for me. This was there was a deeper grace at work. Uh, I still traveled a lot to the United States, but the the I never had a dream to go to Japan. But 
frankly speaking, was the better choice for me or the better option uh, without being aware of it even. So with this and this aspect I can um, can relate to the idea of deeper grace. And I just try to reflect that I would kid myself if I would pretend that I can see that in every moment. Right. Uh, every day. Uh, I, I, when I have my moments of inner peace, I, I can see it and even feel it without lying to myself. But there are moments when I would lie to myself if I pretend that right. that I see it or feel the deeper grace. And, and then, then I'm just upset or sad. I used to do paragliding and, and this was one of the biggest joys in my life and I can't do that anymore at least not for now I'm still having the dream to, mm-hmm. to come to that and not because I did that in the past it's just something which fills my heart when I do it yes. uh, so it's more about a sense in the present mm-hmm. rather than a memory yes and, uh, yeah. and, and maybe maybe you are paragliding now in a different way you know, maybe the work you do in your prayer work is that, and maybe you will paraglide again, you know, but I love your example, uh, what you share about Japan turned out to be the better choice. You know, I also have moments, things have occurred in my life with loved ones, and I've just thought, take this bitter cup from me, you know, no way, I hate this, I don't want this. And yet, what grace asks of us is to love what is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fact that you have anger or frustration that comes up that I do, that we as humans do, it just means there is more grace. There's more grace to be realized. Sometimes I imagine my consciousness, my consciousness of grace, my consciousness of love. And then it's like, I imagine like an umbilical cord that needs to feed like the lost children within me, the ones that, that just hold out for something's wrong. Something should be that isn't, something is that shouldn't be. And as I give those parts of myself, as I find ways to, to bring the angry one, the frustrated one into my heart and say, now, now, now something happens that's quite extraordinary. Mm. So anything else you want to say before we honor your prayer request? Mm, no, I think I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Beautiful. Somehow, some way beyond my comprehension, grace transcends. It transcends the divided mind, the good, the bad, the right, the wrong, the should, the shouldn't, the loss, the gain, what used to be, what isn't now. It transcends that. It transcends division. And so it's this transcending of division that's coming forward for Hans today, that he may truly open, and it came up in our opening prayer together uh, today, this all-inclusive, that prayer is all-inclusive, that this grace welcomes the frustration, it welcomes the anger, it welcomes the perceptions of lack. And as we welcome 
all these parts of ourselves in this consciousness of prayer. As we allow prayer to be a distribution system, I am knowing right now for all of us that we are sending Hans love to the places and the perceptions where he is being asked to be lifted into the grace that he already is. And so I bless the dance we experience as humans. The holding on, the letting go, the resistance to what is, to the profound, not only acceptance what is, acceptance of what is, but the, oh, the extraordinary gratitude for what is. I bless Hans in his perfect life, in his flawless life, in his magnificent adventure, in his incredible courage. I bless him as he is grace itself. I let go, I let God, and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Hmm. Okay. So we'll go to Sherry now. You just unmute yourself and ask your question. Hi. Or your prayer request. Hi. Hi. Um, and the grace is going on in my head over and over again. I, my mother lives down the street from me. In fact, I look out my window and I see her house. She's 85. Um, she's been through a lot of men and boyfriends and she finds her identity through that. Um, my father was the strongest Christian man in the world and he gave me my values and, and so did my mom. Um, what I'm struggling with is she had a big breakup, which she has had many. And I went into her home and helped her for three months and said, come move in with me. And, and she behind her back, um, had this man come back, move back in. And the deception was bad. She basically started saying ter terrible things to me after I was just there to help, just to help. I love my mom. She's 85. You know, I don't know how much time she'll have on this earth. And I was always the kid that was a caregiver and, you know, maybe didn't have boundaries. So I'm learning that now and learning about narcissistic people, which I never even understood. But where I'm struggling is I pray every day and I know I've given it to God. And I remember like, I listened to you and you had said, when you pray, it's done. You said it, you know, and so every night I pray for my mom because she has no contact with me. I call her. She won't answer the phone. I've dropped things off for her, but he comes to the door. Um, I just feel, I know who I am and, but I feel sad. I feel sad that my mom wants nothing to do with me when I was just there to help and driving by and seeing her house and seeing, 
not being able to, you know, make amends, which I don't know what amends are because I didn't do anything. I just know that this time in my life, I'm not going to crawl on my belly to say, I'm sorry for something I, I haven't done. So I've created a boundary. Um, I love her and I've told her and send her cards and emails and texts. And I've, you know, just, I'm waiting. I'm in the, in the wings if she needs me, but my, my faith is shaken that, okay, God, I know there's something great happening behind and there's a reason for this. Um, but the kind of person I am to be so caring, it's really tough. So I don't know every day I pray, I believe. And I said, okay, you already prayed that (laughs) God knows. And I, I, I'm just, I don't know what I'm asking for. I'm just asking for prayer from the masses. (laughs) Sure. And that's good enough. You know, I just need prayer related to this. So when you talk about, I don't know what I would make amends for, I don't want to, you know, apologize for something I didn't do. Is there an apology that you think your mother wants from you? I'm just curious, like, no, she just, so yeah. So you're just imagining that there's something you should say, or she wants you to say something. In the past, I have always went to her and she's, she just, she has done the most anyway, not evil things to break me down, to make me feel like I'm nothing. And I would crawl belly crawl home. She just, I don't know what it is, what she wants, but in the past, that's what I would do is just go and and tell her, I'm sorry. I love you, blah, blah, blah. But this time it's like, I have to have a boundary. Right. And so, you know, when you said, you know, caring person, you know, I think about myself and, you know, for me, I sometimes wonder when am I a caring person and when am I a controlling person? Okay. You know, when am I really caring and when am I wanting to control the situation and wanting it to look different than the way it is? So what I'm hearing that the universe that God is giving you right now is a wonderful respite, a wonderful okay. break. You know, uh, like you said, you're in the wings, you're here, you don't know if things may be where you're called upon again for supporting your mother in one way or another, right? Right. And so, you know, when I, and I, 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 you know, sometimes I say things that contradict themselves because in truth, you know, often the truth is in the paradox. So when I say when you pray, it is done, it doesn't mean we don't pray again from another point of view to help ourselves or another let go in a deeper way. But what I really like, Sherry, about you bringing this up is like what I'm hearing that you're doing, you, you, like what I hear is the faith that is available for you right now is that this universe, God, loves your mother, is guiding her on her path. Right. And it feels to me like your place right now is to live and let live. You've, you've prayed for her. You're, you've got good intentions there. And what would it be like for you to place the focus on yourself? What could you do nice for yourself today? You know, could you just enjoy your life rather than be consumed by your mother who 
isn't even speaking to you. And that could be a wonderful thing for you. Thank you. Yes. You know, and like, just let yourself enjoy your life. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. And maybe that's what I don't do, you know, and I think you're right. And that control that was right on the money, yeah. you know, yeah. thank you. Thank you're you. So welcome. So let us, let us pray. What a joy it is to come together to hold Sherry in prayer. And boy, 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 do I relate. Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> you know, do I relate to that? Like, it's just so hard to let go sometimes. You know, when someone's not speaking to us, we think they should be speaking to us and everything we just did for them, <laughs> you know? And yet there's a greater order there's there's something happening in the very joy of life itself and and i'm knowing for for sherry right now that there's an a grace available to simply very similar to hans love what is love this just the way it is knowing god is large and in charge knowing that the universe in its divine order is happening no mistakes this is the day that the Lord hath made for Sherry to rejoice in. Rejoice in this day, freedom. That she can live for herself. And this is this wonderful gift her mother's giving her right now. It's the gift of simply having this day to really experience what would be fun for Sherry, what would be good for Sherry. So as we pray, I'm, I'm knowing a, a, for Sherry a kind of inner strength that she can let go, let go of obsession around her mother, compulsive thinking, well, why is her mother doing this? Why is she not doing that? Letting it go, live and let live. God's got her mother. She'll know if she's called forth. And this day, this life belongs to Sherry. I say, thank you, dear God, for this. I let go. I let God. Knowing this is delivered to the prayer field, I know something magnificent is happening. I allow and let it be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sherry. So I'm going to go to our uh, written requests. Ha. <sighs> Okay, and just make sure you're you're muted, please. Um, and uh, here's Did one. Did you want me to unmute myself? <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. Um, hi. No, I'm reading requests. If you do, you have a prayer request? Okay, I put one in. So can you see it? Uh, I'm looking now. Where Steve was doing it was right away. Yes. Oh, I do see it here. Okay. Um, I can read it if you don't want to speak either way. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if you were speaking about me when you said a writing. I don't know if you have a lot because I only see my requests. Yeah, I see a bunch of requests. So I'm oh. looking through them all. So Okay. So we'll, okay. we'll get to yours right now. So um, Ellie is asking for prayer for the family of Stevie. 
or of, Steve B. Yeah, I didn't realize it all went through. It's <clears throat> the family of Steve for doing. That was my husband who uh, passed three years ago today. Okay. <clears throat> so, and my sister Karen is on. She told me about this. Okay. So it's very helpful today. Beautiful. So your your husband passed three years ago today. Oh. Yes. Hmm. And, and your prayers for his family, that includes you and his whole family? Yes. Yes. Oh. And your sister two children and two grand grandchildren have since been born. One was oh. uh one was only three months old when he passed. Uh his his daughter, my daughter, our daughter was pregnant with a baby and we, and then a little girl. And then we since had a little guy 11 months ago oh. who was named Stevie after him. Mm, so beautiful. it's been a, a lot of good stuff. To, I mean, you know, yes, yes, <clears throat> I yes. say he's guardian in heaven for three yes, years. <laughs> yes, yes. And he's right here right now. You know, love transcends all. Love transcends all, even what we call death. And in a way, death never comes. I can just feel how alive he is. You know, just in your voice sharing, he's so alive. And all the love that he is, is continuing on, you know. So <clears throat> that's a beautiful thing. So, ah, oh, Ellie, let us, let us pray. Thank you. In the infinite love that is, there is no separation. On the deepest level, death never comes. That even as we make our transition from the body temple to the greater yet to be, many mystics and saints say that the love and the connection between those that we love on the earth are, is actually magnified. We think it's made lessened by their departure and yet, perhaps it's magnified. And maybe we should have a soft gaze around even the idea of departure. I've heard some people say it's similar to how, you know, a loved one might be in another room. We know they're here. They're not right in front of us right now, but they're here. And so I just bless Steve in his soul and his magnificent eternal existence. And I bless his family. I bless his family. And blessings are an extraordinary thing to give and receive. We're just shining the light upon Steve, his family, Ellie, her children, grandchildren. And we're shining the light upon the ancestors as well. We're shining the light of love upon this extraordinary soul conglomerate of beings both here and beyond and knowing such an intimacy. There's such a connection, such an intimacy available in this holy instant. And so we place extra love cushioning Ellie on this day, this anniversary of Steve's passing. And we're blessing her in an awareness of the fullness of her life, 
the fullness of her love with Steve, even as it continues to express in new and different ways. There's room for everyone and everything in love. I let this be in gratitude, and so it is. Amen. 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 Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Ellie. So Christina writes in, I'd be grateful for a prayer for my 19-year-old son. He was in treatment for depression for one year. He's no longer suicidal, but he doesn't use the tools he learned to support his mental health. And he is slipping. I'm creating loving space to figure it, it out. On his own. I'm creating a loving space for him to figure it out on his own. He is resistant to help. It's hard to be witness to how sad he seems again. Thank you with love. Hi, Christina. So I empathize so deeply with you, and you know, for anyone and everyone who has any offsprings or loved ones of, of, you know, you know, it's like we want our loved ones to be happy and thriving. And it's just so difficult when we see a loved one having a hardship of any kind. So I, I really empathize with that. And, you know, what's coming up as I hear this prayer request is a lot of question marks like it he's not using his tools like do you know that for sure like could there be a tool he is using that you may not see you know one of the beautiful things you write Christina is he's not suicidal anymore you know so you see that and yet you you see what appears to be his sadness so, you know, and, and this resistance he has to, to getting help, you know, what I've noticed, and I always, you know, I, I feel like I can be so intrusive, like, try this, try this, do that, ah, you know, when, when someone I'm emotionally invested in is being challenged. But I have learned, really for me, the hard way, that often when a person is resistant to help, it's because they are trying to listen within on their own to figure it out. And, and they need the time and the space to connect the dots for themselves because we cannot live another person's life. You know, I want to live everybody's life that I love according to my agenda and like, let's call it a day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that sounds good. Hallelujah. Right. But Gosh darn it, people have their own path. And it might really trigger me. But that's my opportunity to grow in love and expand myself. You know, Christina, what I hear is that you're afraid. You're afraid. You're afraid of the past repeating yourself. You're afraid of it going backwards, not forwards. And all we know is, is he appears to be sad to you. That's all we know. 
from what you describe, but what we can know in prayer on a deeper level is there is a deep and profound wholeness where you are and where he is. We can bless his path. We can bless his beautiful brain, the beautiful chemicals in his brain, his beautiful heart, his beautiful body. We can bless the bless the beautiful brain and body and heart that you have, and we can be open to to the grace that's moving in through and as the situation, lifting out of fear into love. That is the order of the day. So let us join in prayer for, for, for Christina. Oh, I again, oh, what it's like to tell ourselves those scary, scary stories. It's not going the right way. It's not going the right way. It's not going the way it could be, should be. Oh, you know, we give birth to these people and it's, and, and, and we think, well, just be happy for the rest of your life for me, you know, please. And we forget that each being that is birthed onto this planet has their own path, has their own path. And I bless Christina's son's path. I bless the light that he is. I bless the extraordinary intelligence and beauty and, and, and purpose of his life. I bless Christina. I claim for her a release and a letting go of fear. Faith is the order of the day. I often speak one of my favorite definitions of faith. Faith is the withholding of a conclusion that we allow what is to arise. Might we be open-minded and open-hearted on behalf of Christina's son, holding him in the light. This is what I accept. I let it be in profound gratitude I say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. 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 Oh, so beautifully, beautifully, beautifully. We have completed our one hour of prayer power in Prayer on the Air. If you were not called on, know that your prayer request is swooped in, loved up, included in the prayer field in our extraordinary prayer collective. I thank you deeply. Again, go to AngelaMontano.com if you want to come to this gathering live. If you're listening to the recording, you, there's a place for you to sign up and I'll send you uh, an email with the link to come on uh, Prayer on the, on the Air live. Ah, So let us close in prayer. I am that I am. You are that you are. There's a grace and a majesty. There's a lightheartedness. There's a fun. There's a joy. There's an infinite possibility. There's you being deeply, infinitely supported and sourced by the deep I am presence itself. As this is happening for you, it's happening for me. It's not happening five minutes from now or five minutes ago, but right now in this holy instant. May you, may I, surrender our fear-based narratives to simply receive, to receive the grace that is from within. But, 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 I need this to go this way and that to go that way. And what about this? And, you know, it's this circumstance. It's this circumstance. I need to have a certain way. And then I know all will be okay. That's what we're willing to release. All that. All those kinds of narratives. 
to be here now in the presence of love, receiving from love the love that is, that you are, that I am. I say thank you. I say thank you, thank you, thank you. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, everyone. I would love to know how did this work for you guys? Do you like the video? Anybody who wants to answer, I'd love to hear. Oh my gosh, it was so wonderful. You just are so beautiful on video and it, you know, it just brings you your prayers like into visual life for us. It was gorgeous, just gorgeous. I'm so glad it felt that way for you. Good. <sighs> Thank you. Hmm. Thank you so much. Okay, well, we'll meet like this next week and continue on and on, and I'll get more and more comfortable with it. I'm, I do a lot of Zoom sessions, and I, I kept feeling like a call to do this for so long, and... I kind of began it this week before I was ready, <laughs> as life would have it at times. So, ah, oh, thank you. It's beautiful to see your faces. And for those of you who, you know, just like your name, I love that too. There's something about having the, the option to have a, like a pure anonymity and then to be able to be present. So I love it equally, equally. Um, I don't want anybody to feel any you know, pressure one way or another. So we'll close out now and uh, much, much, much love. Thank you so much. Mwah.